listening to the Sports Daily. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in on this Tuesday show for you. I've got another statistic that backs the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. And yet another statistic that, on the surface, favors the San Francisco 49ers. However, there's a caveat to it, and that caveat favors the Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, it's just all against the Niners on come Sunday, huh? We're also going to talk about another announcement by the NFL. We get more NFL games on a different day in week one of the NFL season. The 49ers began practice yesterday in Las Vegas, and they're already complaining. And we're getting cool courts during NBA All-Star Weekend. We'll touch on all of that momentarily. But finally, the big game is here. Bet Online is your number one source for playoff football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props, with dozens of odds, props, and info on hundreds of sports, events, politics, and entertainment, you can access the world's best wagering information anytime from desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet online. The game starts here. All right, let's start with this. Yesterday, I came to you and said, look, there's three statistics out there. While they are just trends and statistics, they all favor the Chiefs come Sunday. And then yet, it was only hours after I recorded yesterday's podcast that I found yet another one that favored the Chiefs, and it's this. The team with the better record during the regular season in the Super Bowl, the last 16 Super Bowls, is 1-15 against the spread. In case you didn't know, Niners were 12-5 this year. Kansas City was 11-6. So the team with the better record in the Super Bowl has not covered 15 of the last 16 Super Bowls. Sorry, Niners fans, there's another one. Ooh, but I might have one for you here. Did you know that 16 of the last 19 Super Bowl winners were wearing white during the Super Bowl? On Sunday, the Chiefs are the home team, and they got to choose which jersey they wanted to wear, and they decided we wanted to wear our red jerseys, meaning San Francisco is going to wear white, the same exact colors that were in the Super Bowl four years ago when these two teams played. So naturally, it makes sense. Kansas City, superstition, whatever you want to call it, they want to wear the same jerseys they wore four years ago when they beat the Niners. Well, that doesn't bode well if you're looking at colors because 16 of the last 19 Super Bowl winners wore white in the game. However, as I just mentioned, of those three that didn't wear white and won the Super Bowl, one of them was the Chiefs. Over the Niners. <laughs> so, look, Niner fans, I'm trying. I'm trying to find a statistic that actually supports your team winning this game on Sunday. I just haven't come across one yet. Maybe I will at some point this week, but I, those are four major ones. The three I gave out yesterday and then this one, because it's not – I understand it has nothing to do with this week's games, but – the situations are basically the same. You know how we talk about betting certain situations all the time. And it's like, look, 
the number one seed is not done well in the Super Bowl. The last 13 times they've played someone lower than them in the seeding, they've only won twice. The last five teams to make it to a Super Bowl that didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher or a 1,000-yard receiver have won the game. That's the uh, Chiefs this year. They didn't have a 1,000-yard receiver, didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher. The last four teams to make the Super Bowl that were favored in every game during the regular season and the playoffs all lost when they got to the championship. Now it's only four, but they all lost, and the Niners fit that mold because they were favored in every game this year. And then the one today I spit out at you, team with the better record, hasn't covered 15 of the last 16 Super Bowls. The Jersey one is kind of just a fun one. I don't think that really me, you can't really glean anything from what color Jersey. I mean, it just, yeah, the white jerseys seem to be on a roll. They've won 16 of the last 19 Super Bowls, but one of those three wins by the team who had a colored Jersey was Kansas city over San Francisco four years ago. So do with that what you want. NFL made an announcement yesterday that I'm sure is going to please a lot of football fans, especially opening weekend football fans like myself who go to Vegas every year for the opening night of NFL season. And that is that we all know on the first Thursday night game of the season, it is usually outside of one season in the last 10 or 15, it's always the defending Super Bowl champions will host the opener of the NFL season. And it's always against a good opponent. Last year, Kansas City, who had won the Super Bowl the year before, they're this year, hosted the Detroit Lions, who ended up beating them. Well, we're going to have whatever Thursday game is this year. We'll know who gets that game after we get the results of Sunday's Super Bowl. Either the Niners or the Chiefs will be hosting that Thursday night game. However, for the first time in, I think, ever, yeah, first time in NFL history that they are playing an opening week Friday game. Oh, more NFL. You got to love it. That Friday game is going to feature the Philadelphia Eagles. They will be the home team, but they will not be playing in Philadelphia because they're playing in Brazil. So Thursday night, going to be the home opener for the defending Super Bowl champions. Friday night, we're going down to Brazil, and the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be playing somebody. Since they are the home team and they're giving up a home game, we know the nine opponents that the Eagles are playing at home this year. We just don't know the dates of them. So that Friday night game is going to be either a divisional game against the Cowboys, Giants, or Commanders, or their six other home games this year are against the Browns, the Falcons, the Jaguars, the Steelers, the Packers, and the Panthers. I think you could probably eliminate, if it's opening week, they're going to want to make it a good game. So you can probably take out the Panthers, the Falcons, the Commanders, and the Giants. Yeah, I'd say you can eliminate those. So my guess is that first Friday night game in Brazil is going to be Eagles-Cowboys, Eagles-Browns, Eagles-Jags, Eagles-Steelers, or Eagles-Packers. And you, you know, I, I all of them. Maybe the Browns would probably be at the bottom of that list just because of the national appeal, but Eagles-Cowboys, Eagles-Steelers, Eagles-Packers, you know, Jaguars aren't national, a national name just yet, so maybe I would leave them out too. But I'm telling you, Eagles-Cowboys, Eagles-Steelers, or Eagles-Packers, I think would be perfect for that first Friday night game. So assume it's going to be one of those. 
Will they use it on a will they use will will the Eagles want to blow one of their home games on a division game? I'd say the answer to that off the top of my head is probably no. So you could probably take the Cowboys out of that as well. So to me, I'm guessing, and this is early, I have no tips or anything like that. I'm going to go with this is going to be Eagles Steelers or Eagles Packers. That's going to be my guess for that Friday night week one game in Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, where the Eagles have given up a home game to play that. And, you know, is this a good thing? Well, I don't think anybody's going to be complaining about it. Put it that way. You know, everybody loves the Thursday night game at the home of the defending Super Bowl champion because there's a lot of pomp and circumstance around it. Detroit was able to fight through all that and beat the Chiefs last year. Maybe the Chiefs are going to be hosting again. We'll know after Sunday. But are people going to complain that there's another NFL game that night? I don't think so. I think they'll be pretty happy with it. And it's going to be a good matchup. I mean, looking at it now, if I'm I'm the schedule maker, like I've narrowed it down already. First I went from five possible teams, then to four, then to three, and now I'm down to two. And... Why not have Philly versus Pittsburgh in week one, you know? Those two cities hate each other, right? If you live in Philly, you probably hate everybody that lives in Pittsburgh and vice versa. So I think that should be the game down there. Unless they don't want to waste that down there. Hell, I don't know. (laughs) But I'm going to say it's either uh, Philly Packers or Philly Steelers. That's what I'm going to go with. So we will see. I don't know when this will be announced. Well, I do know when the schedules come out. That's when we'll know for sure. And that usually comes out, what, a week or two after the draft happens? So we'll keep that in mind. Both teams have touched down in Las Vegas. They are staying. You know, I was asking my friends, and I didn't even realize this. I mean, I I assumed I knew the answer, but I didn't get the answer until yesterday or the day before. And that was, they don't put these teams on a hotel on the Strip, do they? (laughs) There's no way because of the gambling aspect of it. Because let alone if you're a player. Do you realize that the media is not even allowed to be seen? If you're a member of the NFL media, you can't even be seen in a sports book. Like, you can't even be sitting there watching a game, regardless of if you played a place to bet or not, which you're certainly not allowed to do. But you're not even allowed to be seen in the casino area. Former podcast guest and... Uh, Good Morning Football host Kyle Brandt talked about this on a podcast he did last week. He's like, I could be seen pulling a lever on a slap machine and I would be in violation of my contract, which is just crazy to me and basically shows that I could never work for the NFL (laughs) because I'm sorry, that's a little too extreme for me. I get being a part of the media and they maybe don't want you betting. I, I understand that part, but betting on games is... Um, just seems to be, I don't know, I, I wouldn't go for it. And not even be able to play in the casino. That just seems all very, very odd. But where was I going with this? Oh, both teams are not staying at any hotel on the Strip because if you did that, there's no way in hell you wouldn't see a player downstairs playing. Even if they've been told a thousand times by their coach, guys, you cannot gamble. Do not go downstairs and play blackjack. Do not go downstairs and play craps. Do not play slots. Do not even walk by the sports book. A coach could tell one of those players that until he's blue in the face and you know it would happen. Somebody would get caught. So these guys are out in Lake Las Vegas, which is about 20 miles from the Strip. 
and they're in one of them is in the Westin and one of them is staying at um, I forget the other brand name hotel. It's not a Marriott, I don't think, or maybe it is. But it's in Lake Las Vegas and neither of those hotels have casinos. So they can't get in trouble. And I was like, that makes sense. You can't you can't put the you can't put 22-year-old millionaires in a hotel on the Vegas Strip the week of the Super Bowl and say, don't go downstairs. Not to mention, they would be caught walking through the lobby every single time they came back to the hotel. Like, there'd be no way. So it makes sense that they're out 15, 20 miles off the Strip. But anyway, they practice, and the San Francisco 49ers practiced yesterday at, I believe it's still called Sam Boyd Stadium. It's where UNLV plays. It might be called something else now. It might not be Sam Boyd. And then the Kansas City Chiefs are practicing in the Las Vegas Raiders practice facility. Well, if you saw anything from all the Super Bowl coverage yesterday on the sports shows, it's raining pretty bad. At least yesterday it did. And it's wet. Well, the San Francisco 49ers were not happy with their field conditions that they practiced in. Apparently it was a giant sponge was very wet and they're not happy i don't know where the vegas facility is but my guess is it's probably indoors and the chiefs are getting better coverage already which is already leading people to say like look the nfl is in on it they're giving the niners horrible practice conditions they don't want them to be sharp for the game all this stuff look that's not gonna have anything to do with anything it's just kind of comical to see the story come out that they're practicing on a sponge field and sam boyd stadium does not drain well apparently and the Niners are like what the fuck is this why do we get this and they get the Raiders practice facility well suck it up buttercup (laughs) no I don't I don't know I don't think it's going to affect the game that much I don't think you're going to watch the game and at the end of the game no matter what the score is just be like yeah yeah that's because the Niners practiced at Sam Boyd Field it was too wet they couldn't get used to the conditions come on they're grown adults they can get by. They can get through it. At least I think they can. I don't know. The other thing that happens tonight is media day, which is done a lot different than it used to be. And that's where you get a bunch of clowns from the media doing bits for their talk shows or whatever and asking the players. They get a certain like an an hour allocated to each team where the media can go ask them questions and stuff like that. And, you know, Jimmy Kimmel will send Guillermo out there in some weird-ass costume, and, you know, it's just all for fun and, you know, whatever. But I never got to be a part of Media Day anytime I was in radio because I never got to go to Super Bowl week. I have been back at the studio while it was going on, and you see and hear a lot of stories down the line that were always fairly memorable. But... Media Day is tonight, or it was, I believe it's, no, it's Tuesday nights. Yeah, unless they changed it. Because they made it, they ended up making it a televised event. Because it was becoming so popular with all these news stations from other countries coming in and doing their bits. So I think it's televised tonight on ESPN if you want to check that out. If you are so inclined to see exactly what goes on in this scrum of just hordes and hordes of media just around these guys and packing it in like a can of sardines. It's I've seen it, not witnessed it myself, but seen it. 
it's bad. <laughs> like it, it is really bad. And finally, did you see this story coming from the NBA? Their All-Star Weekend, I believe NBA All-Star Game is next weekend. I think it's next weekend. Anyway, you know, they have a three-day thing. Friday is like the celebrity game. And then Saturday night is the whole skills competition with the three-point and the dunk. And they're adding this year Steph Curry in a three-point shootout against Sabrina Inescu from the New York Liberty. That'll be cool to watch. But the thing that they added on Thursday or on Friday and Saturday is they're going to be playing on an LED court. So it's like we will be able to see statistics popping up and graphics on the court that they're playing on, which put it this way. If they're experimenting during All-Star Weekend, that means it'll probably be a thing in the NBA within five years. Sunday's game is still going to be played on a regular wooden court or whatever. But (laughs) you just know if they're trying this out, the NBA All-Star Game and all NBA games will end up being on an LED court, especially if this gets rave reviews. I'm curious to see how it works. I've never seen anything like this. Apparently they have used it in some FIBA games. I'm curious to see, like, if someone, like, I know people just like to resist technology. I'm very well aware of that. However, if somebody's bombing threes in the All-Star game or even in a regular game, and you can see it pop up right there on the screen from right where they shot it, Steph Curry pulls up from 35 and he hits it, and that shows you that from this range, like right there on the screen, from this range, Steph Curry is hitting 35% of his shots. Like, I think that would be really, really cool. I don't think it would be information overload. At least to me it wouldn't. I'd like to get that right on the dot. Now, I'm, you know, like I said, I don't even know how this thing works. Maybe that's not it. Maybe it's more about graphics underneath them, pictures, videos playing underneath their feet with an LED court. But my guess is it's going to provide statistical information during the game. And I think that's really, really cool. I want to check that out. I'm looking forward to Friday. I've always watched the celebrity game. I don't know why. I just always have. And then... Of course, I'll watch the NBA Saturday night because it's got the three-point contest and the dunk contest. And this year, they're adding the three-point shootout between Steph Curry and Sabrina Inescu, which it's going to be done differently. They're not shooting; they're not even shooting the same ball from the same distance. Steph is shooting a regular NBA three-pointer with an NBA ball, and Sabrina is shooting a WNBA three-pointer with a WNBA ball. So it's not slanted towards one or the other because if one was playing with a different if Sabrina had to shoot an NBA ball or Steph had to shoot a WNBA ball uh, they'd be at a disadvantage because they're not used to shooting that so I'm glad they made it even and I'm really looking forward to that because Sabrina Nescu is a hell of a basketball player and just wait just wait till Caitlin Clark from Iowa gets to the WNBA my guess is she's going to be the one facing Steph Curry next year or one of the top NBA three-point shooters because she's phenomenal and she is absolutely must-see TV to watch. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Follow me on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review. Remember, you got to hit play now. It's not good enough just to follow and subscribe and have it download into your feed every day. You got to hit play. If you miss a day, please go back and hit play. I'd really appreciate it. Tell your friends about it. More stuff coming. Super Bowl talk this week. So thank you all for listening. And remember... Sports will always be 
the greatest reality show on television. Hey.